ranked Baylor and BYU down to the last couple of minutes. Texas took a what was essentially a game winner in the final couple of seconds to beat Cincinnati. There was all kinds of excitement in addition to those. And CSU went down as well, another area-ranked yep, team yep, yep. getting dropped. A ton of exciting basketball, a ton of it. And you couldn't have asked for it. Right. What perfect timing. Yeah, couldn't have asked for it anymore. Yeah, Colorado State last night losing on the road at Boise State, uh, 65-58, I believe the final score in that. And uh, Yeah, just just great. Great night of college basketball. Really thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and it's easy for me to enjoy that last night because that was something last night that Nebraska basketball knocking off Purdue had not happened. So Nebraska had not beaten a number one team since 1982. 1982. We always talk about how Christian wasn't born at this point in time. I bring that up a little bit every now and then. Ross was negative seven when that happened. I wasn't even born the last time Nebraska knocked off a number one team. I've seen Nebraska knock off a top three team. I think if you've ever seen them knock off a top two team, never a number one team. And so that last night was history for yours truly. And if you want to make it even dumber, <laughs> uh, is that... Nebraska beat a number one team at home for the first time since 1964. I mean, we're just going way back in the annuals Great year. Of, of stuff. So, I mean, just crazy, crazy uh, stuff that was going on. Uh, and to see that, uh, to see to witness that last night was, was so much fun. I was giddy as a schoolboy on the couch last night watching that. <laughs> I, I was going to say, we have, I'm sure, a very happy, Happy, uh, a giddy, perhaps, Mr. Volkmer, uh, over in the Goodland studio right now. Uh, the the Skurs, a huge win. And hey, if you're ever, you know, uh, I have to get into the car in the morning and drive to work and listen to these two bozos tell me again, <laughs> ah, it's so hard to win in the Big 12. Boy, you don't want to go on the road. Everybody's tough to beat. And ah, the Mountain West, they're such a great conference. This is the epitome of it right here. If you were ever angry at us for um, breaking that record over and over again, uh, it we got a little bit back, a little bit of backing to do it again because boy, last night proved it. I think more than anything, it just shows you how deep and how difficult this conference is in the Mountain West too. Because Boise State looked good. No, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and uh, and the Mountain West are very difficult top to bottom. Every and when you go on the road, it's even harder because it's not your gym, it's not your depth perception, it's not your hoops, it's not your nets, it's not any of that stuff. You're not used to any of that thing, and of course, the crowd is going to be against you. So to go on the road and get a win, most nights in 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 upper level college, and I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to take out the Big East. I don't want to take out you know the Pac-12. It's just hard to win on the road. It is. It, 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 I don't want to point. Big East you know, is we cover very we cover the Big Twelve the most, and we splash in a little bit of Mountain West and Big Ten from time to time because the regional teams. But it's just hard to win on the road. It is. Um, and so I give, like I said, I last night was just so much fun because I sat there watching the game. And we talked about this yesterday. You know, I said if Nebraska was going to, I needed some, I needed them to be competitive. And I even said I would love to see them win the game to give me confidence that they can make the postseason. Because, and it's not only because of the fans that need to see it; it's because I think the team needs to see it. When you're on a, when, for those people who don't know the history of Nebraska basketball, this is the only Division One basketball. 
And they have been to the turn never won an NCAA tournament game. And they have been to the turn never won an NCAA tournament game. And they have been to the tournament in my lifetime, I think just three times in the last 30 plus years. They just, they don't go there. It's not like Kansas where you roll out of bed every single day knowing that your team is going to be in the NCAA tournament. You know that. I mean, I I officially do believe that Nebraska could go 23 and whatever this year and not make the tournament. And if Kansas went 18 and 12, they would make the tournament because they're Kansas. I have a belief that that teams get into the tournament because they have history being there. I think you get an added little tick or a bump because of that. Sounds stupid, but I believe that. And then there's the teams who are never there that really have to make a statement in order to get into spots like that. And last night was a humongous statement uh, for Nebraska basketball knocking off Purdue. Had four guys in double figures. Casey Tomanaga had 19 points. And on top of that as well, they knocked in 14 threes. I said if they were going to be Purdue, they're going to have to shoot it over the defense, and they did that. They shot it great. And, it, and Purdue, not to be outdone, I think hit 13 threes. There were 27 three-pointers made in that game last night. That's absolutely nuts. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, very, very weird. Uh, sorry, very, very great night last night in Lincoln, Nebraska. And the court storming, which was hilarious. Yeah. Because every so people have to keep in mind, there was a court storming last night, and there were the students are not back in class until January mm-hmm. 22nd. So that was mostly... Kids, dads, uh, you know, other fans. That's that was that was that was not the student section. That was people that don't have student tickets. They pay for their tickets, storming the floor, including, by the way, the athletic director Trev Alberts and the head football coach Matt Rule, who were storming the court as well. I mean, that was that's pretty. pretty cool. That's pretty cool to see that kind of stuff. That's something Jim Harbaugh would do. He'd storm. He'd storm that the court. Is, that is something Jim Harbaugh <laughs> would do. Oh boy! Do you see him with the buffs on? And the did you watch the little post game um, like award ceremony where they're given after the national championship Monday night when they're given out offensive player of the day or of the game and defensive player of the day? Uh, Harbaugh had uh, he didn't at first, and one of the players I think handed to him a pair of blue buffs. So he's wearing these like gaudy sunglasses and bring it down, bring it down. We did that. He's a he's a wild guy. I get that. It's not as quirky or as weird, but I get the same kind of um, uniqueness. I think from Matt Rule. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's quite as far as, as Harbaugh, but he's he's still very entertaining and and very very good. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, last night so much fun to see Nebraska get that win and uh, take down Purdue, and uh, I think that sets them up. I mean, right now. Right now, you are in the driver's seat if you're Nebraska and you want to make the NCAA tournament. You're in the driver's seat. In 18 and 12, you could still get into the tournament every single year because you've got that blue blood mentality. 18 and 12, you could still get into the tournament every single year because you've got that blue blood mentality. Sorry, that blue blood resume, I should say. You've knocked them off. Uh, you've got a nice win at a good K-State team. That, hey, K-State, keep winning because that win by Nebraska on at home in, in Bramlage is going to look really good. Uh, so they keep winning that game. Uh, they won that game. So right now you're in the driver's seat. The biggest thing is win the games you're supposed to win and don't lose games that you should win. Or is that, So don't lose any games that you should be winning is my point. There we go. That got stupid there. But anyway, no, no, very I'm, interesting. I'm with you there. Very, very interesting to say the very least. Um, so 
what, what a crazy night. And, and I don't want to – so that was just Nebraska. You know, Iowa State knocking off Houston. I did have a thought on that. This is, this is going to be a little bit – a little bit. I'm not saying a lot. Just a little bit of a wake-up call for Houston and for BYU, mm-hmm. which are very good programs and are deservedly top 25 teams. They are deservedly so. I'm not going to take – I'm not going to say a loss by Houston at Iowa State is bad because it's not. I mean, it's a two-point loss at a very difficult place to play. A lot of top teams go there and lose. But this is just a little bit of a wake-up call for those teams that are joining the league for the first time this year playing Big 12 basketball. It's just different. It's just different. It's a little bit of a step up in the caliber of teams that you're going to face every single night. Instead of maybe facing, in Houston's case, um, trying to think of another conference USA team off the top of my head that's still in Conference USA. They move around all the time. East Carolina. I don't even know if they, yeah, I think they're in it. Instead of it going to East Carolina, you know, and 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 maybe playing not so good and and escaping still with a five to ten point win, now you don't play good at a at a kind of a downtrodden ISU team this year. All of a sudden, that's a loss for you. So it's a little bit of a, a wake up call saying, hey, we got to bring it every single night, and if we don't play our best, uh, it's going to be really hard for us to come away with a win. Unlike when we have in the past, when we didn't play our best, we still found a way to beat teams like East Carolina or whatever it might want us be. So I thought that was that was an interesting point to make. Still, by the way, did you happen to see that final shot? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, you gotta think that's a freshman too, spinning away from the double team the way he did. That's I think a little bit headier than a lot of people will give credit to. Yeah, what an angle on that shot. Dirk fadeaway, I think you called it, is the perfect description of it. He's kind of fading off one leg, very, very high release point. And in a game where neither team shot the ball well, it was kind of one of those gritty, uglier wins to Ross's credit, talking about you got to be able to win those games, you don't play well. Neither of these teams played particularly well. Both turned the ball over a good amount, a good number of times, the Cyclones to a lesser extent. Uh, what a shot. What a shot. If, if you did not see it, it – the angle on it, the arc he had to put on it, fading away in kind of the short corner along the baseline. And I I don't know if it actually did or not, but boy, it looked like it had to travel over the backboard to get there. Gosh, it looked very impressive. Very impressive shot. Here was the call on the Iowa State Sports Radio Network. I did have this cut up for uh, this final shot there. Now back to Gilbert. Left side to Momchilovich. Left of the lane. Spinning. Turnaround jumper. Good! Momchilovich, another great name for a broadcaster. Uh, it was a phenomenal shot. As described like Dirk Nowitzki, it's what it looked like a little bit there. I also had a couple. Okay, so I got to play some audio. Uh Nebraska basketball has had the same play-by-play guy for, I don't even know, I'm guessing it's 40-plus years. Um, name is Kent Pabelka. Anyway, this was Kent last night. A couple of highlight calls. I wanted to get to these in the open, but unfortunately because the computer was rebooting, I couldn't get to them. But here's a couple of calls from Kent Pavelka last night. Just listen to him uh, lose his mind. Here we go. Here comes Casey from a double stagger. Puts it up on the way. Got it! I mean, Kent's not a young guy anymore, and he's, uh, I was, I was afraid he was going to have a stroke, uh, really, during some of these calls last night. 
Uh, but nothing really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is that's what I love listening. I love listening. Robert's gonna win the football. Game. Yeah, I know it's something like that. I mean, I really <laughs> thought he was gonna have a stroke listening to that. He was out of breath because a guy hit a three. He was over the moon about that, and on this following defensive possession, a guy gets a steal on a layup on the other end. So you could just tell he was out of breath. <laughs> he didn't have time to put himself back in the mode. Oh my! Here, okay, and before we get to break, I have to play the final call. Once again, you got to keep in mind Nebraska basketball is not a power. They hadn't beaten a number one team since 1982. This is a little over a minute long, but this was the final call on the Huskers radio network last night as they knock off Purdue. And the Huskers are going to go to 13 and three on the year and to three and two in the conference. And you hear the Go Big Red chant. Get this ball in bounds. Let this let this crowd storm the floor, baby. Gillis into. Braden Smith, five, four, three, two, one. And for the first time in 41 years, Nebraska knocks off the top-ranked team in the country, and they are storming the floor. They are storming the floor. They are storming the floor. Love it. Sign your name, Fred Hoiberg. There's your signature win. They're partying here in Lincoln, Nebraska. (laughs) What madness. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Unbelievable. 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 Oh, my goodness. This is pandemonium. We love it. Everybody's giving us high fives, KP. How fun, how sweet is this? <laughs> I mean, it's so they're on the floor, you know, obviously. And so as the fans are rushing the floor, they're going around him, lapping him on the back, giving him high fives. Kent's about to have another stroke because he's old. And I mean, oh my gosh, just hilarious. When I heard that call, I, I absolutely had to laugh. First off, the stray cussing there. I. <laughs> went crazy i thought that was the funniest thing um because i just i had not heard that i did not listen to the no 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 Husker I, I didn't Radio either but until i i saw just it on now. Twitter. that caught me so off guard i thought that was great uh also i i'm sure you watched the game live that tominaga three with was i don't know three or four minutes left and he's a gunner he's a bucket super underrated guy but it was like a right wing three. He was kind of fading away, and I swear to you, he just chucked this. I'm because he's a bucket and he's a great shooter. I'm sure it was calculated. It was you know, you know this great shot that he you know really thought was going to go down. I swear to you, he barely got this off and just hucked it up there. And he's coming down the court, both hands on the side of his head, like he couldn't even believe he just did that ridiculous shot it was at that moment i was like yeah they're they're winning this game they have to what what a ridiculous night how i mean the energy in that building i did not listen to the call like i said uh and even watching on tv you can you could feel it you could feel how it was crazy excited people were yeah nuts absolutely nuts we did get a text from the text line uh listener greg was asked curious why nebraska is not in the top 25 of the 13 and 3 record I think the reason I don't know they'll get consideration now a little bit more than they have. Um, I know they had gotten one vote. I think after the win versus Kansas State, I don't think they'll still be ranked in the top twenty-five. Maybe this will put them in there. The biggest reason why is they didn't play anybody in the non-conference schedule besides Kansas State. 
they really didn't play anybody else. They played a lot of, you know, te- I mean, Division One teams, but not a lot of teams that are real powerhouses. And so that would be the biggest reason why I don't think they're in top 25. They haven't played this difficulty of schedule as some teams have. But, hey, you keep winning, you get to 15-3, and three, which – that the stretch that they just went through, uh, they have a tough, they have a game on the road at Iowa, which won't be easy. But Nebraska's had some pretty good luck against Iowa with Fred Hoiberg at the helm. Uh, if they can win that game, win next couple games, fifteen and three, I could see you getting in the top twenty-five with that. But we'll see. I, I'm yeah, not even worried about ranking. Right. It's not about top twenty-five for Nebraska basketball. It's about getting to the dance, and more importantly, once you get there, winning a gosh darn game, not winning an NCAA tournament game. And if you thought that celebration was nuts, if they win an NCAA tournament game. I think Kent might retire or perspire or retire on the spot, whatever it might be. He might just die. Just be done. Boom. Mm. Right there on the spot. Mm. Does someone else have to take over? We, we appreciate the text real quick. Uh, Got to tell you, Greg, if every 13-3 and three team right now were <laughs> Got ranked, ranked. Yeah. there'd be like 67 ranked yeah, teams. Yeah, there's a ton. Uh, the, the, the sad fact, or the fact, whether it's sad or happy or however you want to think about it, uh, the the fact that most teams these days, especially kind of the middling teams, not to insult Nebraska at all. No, it's fine. The middling teams in a lot of these very good conferences schedule largely easier non-conference ball games to kind of give them a 13 and three record or a 12 and you know a, a good record and a good confidence, and you kind of get your team rolling heading into the Big Ten and the Big 12 and these tough conferences to play. So you'd be surprised, I think, if you look around the country right now, how many. I mean, 12-3 and three is Kansas State right now. Yeah, like I said, there's there are, there's a lot of good basketball teams out there, and you just got to let it shake out. You just keep winning. If you want to be ranked, you just got to keep winning. Um, and if you want to make the tournament, you need to keep winning, but it's not as important if you want to get ranked, that's for sure. All right, because uh, there's top there's only 25 spots in the rankings, obviously, and there's 60, what, eight spots in the tournament. So there you go. All right, we got to get to break. When we come back, we will dive more into Kansas State's win at West Virginia uh, and continue our thoughts on what was a great kind of true first night of college basketball with college football season being over. We'll get to that next here on the Morning Blitz.